0: Today we have a conversation with Steve and Mary Jo Leparco, owners of PMI Sarasota Property Management Inc. We talk about all the nuances in property management in the current market, where the rent rates are going, and all the benefits that property owners and investors could utilize by working with their company. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy this conversation with Steve and Mary Jo Leparco.
1: Welcome
0: to the Preferred Shore Podcast, here's your host, Robert Milligan. So, Steve, MJ, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having us. Well, we're excited to learn more about you and about your business, which is primarily property management these days. And uh, you know, we initially connected at Sarasota Yacht Club as fellow members, and really uh, excited to keep on uh, keep the relationship going and working with you more and more here. Same here. Thank you. Yeah. Well, um, maybe let's start at the beginning. Where Where are you from? Uh,
2: we're from originally we're both from Greenwich, Connecticut. Uh, we lived in a few different places in Fairfield. Our last spot was Norwalk, Connecticut. Okay. Uh, and, uh, we moved here, uh, officially full time in June of 20. Mm hmm. Um, and we had sort of a, a slower five year plan to come this way and migrate (laughs) our business and our life. And, uh, COVID like, for many people, changed quite a lot very Cer- quickly. Certainly
0: had, and, yeah. uh,
2: and we we just sort of put the pedal to the metal and got it over really quick and
0: in, in one year. Wow! So, fantastic. We are all in. <laughs> and I see your wife point. MJ smiling about that. Sounds like it was a good good decision. It was to, a great
1: decision, really. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's just hard to believe. Thinking today, looking back a year ago, where we were. It's 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 really, yeah. you know, really mind-boggling to say, oh my gosh, we're here full-time, we launched a business, we moved, we sold our house, and we bought somewhere here, all in a year. So it's been great.
2: Oh, we love it. We were talking about that uh, at dinner last night. Now and then we say, well, what do you think? Did we make the right move? Yeah. And the answer is always absolutely wish we did it a long
0: time ago. Yeah, yeah that's you know? fantastic. Well, I'm glad it's, to it's hear. It's community. Worked out, and you're you're happy, and, and I have um, a little bit more of the background knowledge as well, having had some conversations with you prior, and and so you've took on, if I'm not mistaken, a pretty ambitious renovation project as well. So it wasn't just like a simple did. moves. <laughs> and I swore I wasn't going to do this again, but we did it again. Yeah, it's hard for a builder. Uh, I've
2: been a builder in Connecticut for 30 years. This year. And uh, it's hard for us to buy anything without touching it. Sure. You know, we, we say we should buy new construction. When I look at the new construction, like anybody, you know, you, you, if you've done it, you pick up, well, I wouldn't have done it this way. I would have done it that way. And so that doesn't work. Yeah. And then you pick up something older and you, you need to touch it. Right. So we did. And we did more than we said we were going to do, but it's
1: almost
0: over. It's almost over. It is
1: almost over. And actually, it's really nice because in the last few weeks, you know, we're really seeing everything come together. And we said last night, wow, great. I'm really glad we did this. It, uh-huh. it, it's our stamp, our, you know, own design, and we're really happy.
0: Yeah, it'll be great. Fantastic. Well, that's that's great. And so you've got an extensive background in real estate. And then acquired a business here in florida that's also real estate related and so maybe you know share some of your background and what you're doing here now (laughs) well we can go back to the real
2: beginning yeah of course (laughs) Uh, many many years ago um in 1986 i graduated from uh, columbia engineering in manhattan wow and i didn't want to be an engineer (laughs) <laughs> My father wanted to shoot me, and um, but I was in the midst of a massive construction boom during mm-hmm. college uh, in Manhattan, and I was just fascinated by construction. I just kind of fell in love with it. I ended up with an internship with a developer in Manhattan, and went right into working with them after after college, and it was a great it was a great job. I mean, they just moved me around and had me do all kinds of things gave me the full spectrum of real estate management and development in fact property management was something that i did initially Mm -hmm. Uh, my very first job was managing as a fill-in for an on-site property manager who was on maternity leave i was the uh, on-site manager for a 680 unit condominium on 68th and broadway wow so talk about you know being thrown into the fire absolutely so uh so that was my first job and when i was finished with that project i said i'll never go into property management this is terrible business (laughs) (laughs) and back then there was no automation the documents the amount of paperwork was mind-boggling and especially in new york city yeah and uh we were dealing with union trades in the building and it, it was it was unbelievable So anyway, we moved, they moved me to different parts of the business. I really did like the development construction side. Um, Crash of 88, I ended up in the uh, banking world as an asset manager Hmm. where they were foreclosing on massive amounts of, real estate and projects that are half built and failed and that kind of thing Mm -hmm. and so we had teams that would come in figure out what to do with the with the property sell off certain things operate and manage others um actually in some cases build and build out and finish the construction so that was a, a a good few years and then i decided i really wanted to be in my own business and um I bought a development project, a partially completed development project from one of the banks that I worked for. Wow. And that's how I started the construction Got world. It. Mm. And that was just sort of, I don't know anything, but I'm going to learn. Mm-hmm. How do you build a house? I don't know. Let's figure <laughs> out how to build a house. You know. <laughs> so uh, we were able to do that. And then that led to really almost 30 years now of uh, of fine-tuning that business, becoming a high-end custom builder in the Greenwich market, the Fairfield County market. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's a great business. We loved it. We often wished it was in Florida and not in Connecticut. <laughs> and, um, you know, we, we began thinking about, okay, what, what could we do in a place like Sarasota versus Connecticut, and how do we make that move? Mm-hmm. When you have a thriving business, how do you walk away from that, or gently walk away from that, or slowly sure. walk away from that? And sure. Why don't you throw in some
1: things? Here. <laughs> <laughs> I take a breath. So,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so my story is a lot shorter than that.
2: Sorry. I I've always
1: been in the HR world on the corporate okay. side, so while I've been in HR for over 25 years, the the industries have changed. So I've worked for a sports marketing agency. I've worked for a financial services company. I've worked for a global NGO, Americares. And so, but uh, throughout, I've always been in HR, mostly in recruitment, Mm -hmm. but also in performance management and um, employee relations. So I've, I've got more of that operational background and Mm -hmm. steve and i you know said we could make a really great you know partnership team Mm -hmm. um in our efforts to launch a property management business with his background in construction and real estate and then my background on the operational and also the customer relations side of things um yeah you know dealing with employees Mm -hmm is a lot like dealing with tenants and or owners and vendors True. so um mm-hmm. so we thought that that made sense for us
0: mm-hmm. and it's I, I worked.
2: I, I think mary joe was a much needed corporate structure person you know or contributor to the company that we now have i mean okay. i i need someone to do that i'm not good with structure yeah. i'm not good with calendars and schedules yeah i like a little more free form in my day but um mary joe puts things on my calendar and i have to show up for them you know <laughs> fantastic i, I I've, it's been a tough adjustment but i'm getting there i think it's
1: it's been it's been quite the year um, for us you <laughs> yes. know both personally but also professionally and really you know understanding how to work together professionally, but also, you know, maintain our relationship as husband and wife and a married right. couple. So yeah. Oh, yeah. there's, yeah, there's, there's definitely been, been some fun times over the last year. It's a
2: tough thing, you know, for, you go home together and you sit down to dinner and if you, if you don't yeah. learn how to shut it off, it's just, you're never right. out of work mode. You that's know? true. And that's yes. a, That is, I think we're still learning how to do that.
0: Yeah, it's always Um, a moving target. You know, I I worked with my wife for a while before we started our family, and then she took six months off to... Um, be with our firstborn son, and 15 years later, she's still with the next and the next. And yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that that's fantastic when it all works out, and you can complement each other. But it is important, like you mentioned, to um, set some boundaries that you know that it's not work mode constantly because right. that that's not healthy for anyone. So, so
1: hard to do, you <laughs> yeah, know, especially when, you know you like both Steve and I are very very. Um, uh, motivated and and you know we it's never enough or never good enough and we always oh there's one more call to make there's one more thing to do yes you know we've got to do it mm-hmm. so we really do have to try to you know, we're,
2: we're not good about <clears throat> leaving unfinished business unattended yeah. yeah but you know property management is never finished yeah and that's right it's
1: always know, something to do There is
2: something about that business where it is you're never done right and you have right. to you have to put it aside and say, tomorrow's another day, and we pick up where we left off, and we keep going.
0: Right, you know? and just so we're clear with our audience, the name of your property management company? It's uh, PMI Sarasota. Okay, yeah, and, um, and you're presently ab- about how many units do you know offhand? About
2: 150 or so.
0: Yeah, that's a pretty good-sized operation. I'm sure yeah. you're taking on new accounts all the time. and <laughs>
2: We are, and we <laughs> had quite the battle with those owners who wanted to sell into this very sure A high-end inflated market at this point and uh and i don't blame them for wanting to capture their gain and and move on yeah so even with that uh, tied against us you know we've been able to grow so yeah. it's been good fantastic I, I think uh you know we're looking at ways to to, to increase that growth mm-hmm. um, because the economy of scale is everything in really in this business and um it's uh it's been It's been an unbelievable year really of learning and growth mm-hmm. and you know you uh were both in our mid fifties and to take on that kind of adjustment and and uh learning process at r h mm-hmm. was was new you know we sure. thought in our old world we knew it all you know here yeah. we we had a lot to learn yes um you know it's all very relatable to my past experiences and the work that I've done up there, but then to manage property on, in, 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 in a, such a scale, that's what's different, right. you know, mm-hmm. and to make it a, you know, in many ways a production kind of mm-hmm. uh, atmosphere and structure within the operation of the company. Right. Um, mm-hmm. That has been the learning.
0: Yeah, and, and that's a, that's uh, a good uh, size uh, operation <laughs> for sure. Yeah, and, and, you know, to jump
2: back into property management after that initial experience in the mid-'80s, the, uh, the technology has completely transformed the business. Mm-hmm. You know, what we can do with our software and how that helps with document management and mm-hmm. managing even just collecting rent and distributing to owners, how that task would have had to have been run in the old days compared to now. Yes, it's, it's, It actually makes it so much more tolerable and manageable.
0: Absolutely. You know,
2: and accurate.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I could only imagine how many mistakes happened in the old manual way. Of, you know? of course, you know, so. I'm, I'm sure our industry, much like yours, I think that the advent of electronic signatures was oh one gosh. of the, <laughs> that that alone yes. has spared so much wasted energy and mistakes. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. um, so that that's fantastic, and I'm sure you know we we were speaking a little bit earlier on that um, your background in constructions really served you in this new endeavor. Um, you know, maybe maybe you could go into a little more detail, some of the sure. things you've run into where, where that could certainly be the case. Well, I think what, and, and, in our,
2: and in our decision to do property management, this factored into it, and that um, many managers are not from the construction hard asset um, background, right. you know, we're uh, they may be a transactional background, an agent background, um, and what I thought was different about us is that, you know, we're property managers, but we're we're asset managers. We're we're really there to advise that owner not only on just getting it rented and collecting the rent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what do you do with this home that every year will deteriorate to some degree and need mm-hmm. maintenance and need you know need some input dollar wise to maintain it and keep it up to up to snuff you know Mm -hmm. and a lot of owners uh, don't have guidance on that on that part of um, their investment Mm -hmm. from many property managers many property managers are they're not well versed in that aspect of the business agreed and so um, we thought we could add something different in that regard and uh, and we're doing it now all the time. I mean, we're, yeah. we have people who just have, you know, they're remote owners from elsewhere in the country. They don't get out here to really look over the property mm-hmm. and say, well, geez, yes, it is time to paint. Yeah, It is time to invest in some of the landscaping or cutback of the landscaping or, mm-hmm. you know, lots, lots of things like that. Yeah. And so we've kind of made that a point to, uh, differentiate ourselves to say hey these are the kinds of things we look at and we think if if our goal here you know you you derive value from that investment yes from the cash flow and the income stream but also uh, you don't want a deteriorating asset to negate what you've gained in in that cash flow so mm-hmm. we try to say look let's take a piece of of what you're making, and let's help you make as much as you can on the rent, and reduce your expenses, and increase your income. But let's reinvest a little bit. Mm-hmm. What's what's the reinvestment plan look like year to year for you? Sure. And in order to keep this property uh, at optimal value, so mm-hmm. that when you do try to sell or cash out you know, someone isn't building a list of deductions off of that price that you're trying to get. Exactly. And yeah.
1: I would just want, I just want to add to that to say that I think also on that front, what's really great about Steve's knowledge is that he can also say, you know what, you don't have to do this or you don't have to spend sure. this much here. Mm-hmm. It, you, 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 we can, you can still get the same Impact or return on your investment if you do this. So we had mm-hmm. an example where um, at one of the homes that we manage, instead of replacing um, a countertop, uh, we resurfaced it.
0: Fantastic!
1: It was a lot cheaper, mm-hmm. and the look it, it looks great. Mm-hmm. We got more rent for for that, and and we didn't have to spend a lot of money. Yeah. So I think that Steve yeah. brings that value too. So yes. You don't always have to spend top dollar (laughs) to get more return on your investment yeah
0: yeah and i'm curious to know mj what how would you define your roles or responsibilities within the company sure so you
1: know first let me just share that steve and i thought it was really important from the very beginning that the two of us know how to do everything in the Mm -hmm. business so we didn't want to just come in and open a business hire people and not understand, you know, Mm -hmm. what the day-to-day is like and every aspect of the business. So I would say that for this first year, we've really been doing a lot of everything, wearing a lot of hats. My role mostly is um, on the ops side and supporting, um, you know, just getting the properties uh, into our software system Mm -hmm. and setting up the bookkeeping and the accounting behind that, um, helping to you know put all of our leases in and get everything um into the system setting up our phone system setting up our showing system mm-hmm. um setting up our reaching out and connecting with our vendors um and photography and marketing and sure. so i'm doing a, a lot of that yes. um tenant relations and yes. um you know kind of the that support got it so <clears throat> that's really where you know i'm providing um, support Mm -hmm. and steve's out there getting new business for us (laughs) so i can keep busier and busier in the office yes but that and then we also have really one great employee um, that works with us who um, we when we started we we acquired um, a company and we acquired uh, some doors from that company Mm -hmm. and she came Um, With us from that company, which has been great. Debbie. She's wonderful and she helps us You know, she's really been a great asset to us this this past year, too Yeah, so she's really doing a lot of our maintenance and vendor coordination Mm -hmm. um, And some of the tenant relations too so Mm -hmm. couldn't do it without her
0: fantastic and um, and Presently you're focused primarily on um, annual longer-term rentals, correct? Do you um, do any? short-term or we are in the process of launching short-term now Oh, fantastic so we well, are
2: uh, we're going through a whole nother training and a whole nother <laughs> software <laughs> learning experience but um, I would say in a few within a few months we'll be up and running
0: great um,
2: we have people looking for us to start immediately and mm-hmm. we are doing sort of a hybrid method of getting them up and running rather mm-hmm. than uh, passing on the business but it will be much better when we
0: get fully implemented um, Got it. internally with our with our new software for that. that. That's really exciting, and I um, think there's a lot of opportunity here in this local yeah. Sarasota Manatee market and uh, beyond. So yes. that's great. <laughs> yeah, it was hard to ignore.
2: I mean, we yeah. we uh, I think we were kind of feeling really good about how everything was finally becoming. I wouldn't say routine, but we had our. Systems down with our annual work. We mm-hmm. we had went through the learning curve. We had things operating very smoothly, and then we decided to take on a whole new challenge. So yeah, well, that's exciting. But, <laughs> but it's I think it's important. Like you yeah. said, this market. How do you ignore yes. short term vacation rentals in a place like Sarasota? It's right impossible. So, a-
0: absolutely. <laughs> so I
2: think we're. I think we'll do fine with it. It just, it's going to take a little time to get it up and running.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, as a person, I've owned a lot of rental properties in my past. I don't presently have any rental properties right now. I have them vicariously in the stock markets. <laughs> but wanting to dabble again, um, I have always paid a property manager versus trying to take on a do-it-yourself mentality because it's just its just a lot of work. So I really value the service that, that uh, your company can provide. Um, you know, what are some of the things maybe that might not be readily apparent to a new investor who's not managed properties before and they're trying to wonder if the, you know, if the fee is justifiable or if they should try to do it themselves? Is there anything that comes to mind perhaps? Or Yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you, we we
2: deal with it all the time. I mean, we have a new owner who reluctantly like got to a point in his life where oh, I've got to hire somebody. I'm too... Traveling too much with my wife now, and I can't mm-hmm. deal with it. And uh, we, he, he was very open about his um, reluctance to go the to go that route with us or anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we had some good conversations, and I, I talked through what was going on at the house and the the, the condo, the physically what right. was being ignored, and you know, pointed out to him in a nice way that look, you, you know clearly a professional painter has not come through here you know Mm -hmm. or there were other other systems issues that we had to help him deal with that Mm -hmm. were being neglected and i i just think it's very hard for a homeowner or an investor who is busy with their profession and their life Mm -hmm. to to pay attention to the details and that's what we try to point out that you know that's our job right and not you know and we're going to run it by you. You're going to still have the decision-making authority mm-hmm. as to whether to do something or put it off or how far to go. But but you have someone reminding you. Yeah. You know, hey, you should think about this. Maybe not this year. Maybe next year. But mm-hmm. plan for it. I think that's you know? great. Yeah. So I think that's what we. That's how we try to approach it. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else, Mary well, Jo? I
1: was just going to say too that I think that what. We also um, bring to the table as property managers is just time saving, and the, there's a lot of labor in what we do, just from the everyday um, tenant communications and maintenance requests, and um, really that that takes up a lot of time and <clears throat> can be very time consuming for someone to do that on their own. Right. Um, and then to
2: find the right vendor, you know, where they haven't had to use before so now yes. I need someone who do I go to right and we've it. already have a network of proven reliable insured you know mm-hmm. people that are going to stand behind their work right um there isn't a need to for you to go reinvent the wheel and interview mm-hmm. five plumbers you know? right <laughs> I, I
1: also think that just uh, over the past year and a half two years it's hard to believe since COVID has has been um here that there's nervousness too about um who Owners are putting in their homes. Of course, are they going to be able to pay the rent next Mm -hmm. month? How do I know for sure Mm -hmm. that you know the the income is there? That so we bring um, we bring a professionalism to that as well, to the screening process. process, Sure, but but, and and verify that you know as best as we can that that tenant will be able to you know pay the rent every month you know, mm-hmm. for the term of the lease. And, mm-hmm. and we're there to manage that if that doesn't happen. And that's happened a few times, yes. um, unfortunately, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: all the way around. Of course. No, and
2: I've, I've known people who self-manage and they're able to get the authority to do a credit check. But we do so much more than just a straight yeah. credit check. Yeah. You know, it's, it's background, it's housing court, it's mm-hmm. a real income check. Mm-hmm. where we are able to go into their bank their uh, bank accounts and verify income streams mm-hmm. so that we can we can their tax return or some other document may say they earned x last year but if a big part of it was a one time hit sure. and their real monthly income isn't there
0: mm-hmm. we
2: want to know that so we can make an informed decision as to whether they can handle mm-hmm. the rent or not Absolutely. you know and so we, we find those situations quite a bit when we do our screening
0: right, right. um
2: and i i think we spend you know a, we spend an extra amount of effort in that process yes. and i think it pays off we've had very little issues with evictions and non-payment uh, yes. com- given the number of units we have it's actually very surprising to me mm-hmm. that that how few situations we've had even in, during an, uh, a year where we had an eviction moratorium you know out mm-hmm. of all our accounts we might have had two or three uh, situations where we had mm-hmm. to go down that road and I, I, I think that's a pretty low percentage of
0: that's fantastic.
2: Given given the environment <laughs> we were in.
0: So so what I was thinking as, as we were discussing some of the services that you bring, you know, one thing that I think is fantastic and, and it really comes to mind is that, you know, there's a lot of people acquiring investment property now and, and a lot of people that are making these acquisitions for the first time. Then you know, to me I think that the word investment is loosely thrown around, whereas to me what investment means is something that's relatively passive. Versus you know, when you have a few rental units, it's not really a passive investment. You're essentially a small business, or i.e. you're buying a job, you know? And um, in my experience with rental properties, I, I never made much from the cash flow of the property the real gains to me was um, depreciating the phantom expenses and real expenses as well as the property appreciation over time. So I think that's important maybe for some people if they're considering making investment property acquisitions that it's not about so much saving the nickels on the cash flow in terms of avoiding the, the rental management fees. You know that that's not really where all the meat on the bone is in the investment property equation so i would you know for most people recommend outsourcing the tasks to professionals and um you know just keeping keeping your investment a true investment if you will
2: (laughs) i would agree with you i i think um especially at the initial acquisition stage you know you have intelligent sellers intelligent buyers Mm -hmm. they arrive at a price and that cash flow given, given uh, I think a normal transaction, uh, that cash flow is just gonna make maybe the return that, that incentivizes the buyer to buy, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. So it's not gonna be this massive windfall of profit on a monthly basis. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, I think you're right in that, okay, as a manager, our role is to maximize that monthly if we, you know, to the degree that we can. Um, and you know the the tools that we have and the access we have to the market we can price that rental far better than you know the passive investor sure. right who isn't really into the market doesn't have access to the tools that we have mm-hmm. so we can do you know a CMA for rental properties in your area and really uh, look at that make the adjustments and get you really the best rent you're going to achieve most Mm -hmm. likely and you know we'll push it you know we'll push it a little bit but if you push it too much we all know we're going to sit there and we're going to waste time and you lose a month's rent and you know it takes a year for you to make that up you know so so we try to give the best advice we can and price it correctly but but really do our homework Mm. um getting back to when you make your money you make your money like you said uh, in that appreciation, you have the tax advantages that help you offset real income gains. Right. And uh, and then, you know, there is a cash out period or a refi period where you're able to pull money out of the property. Yes. One of the things that we've done for some of the more uh, sophisticated investors who are buying garden apartment complexes or own multiple units, um, we are always looking at what could we do to that property to really get a boost in rental income. Mm. So for instance, we have uh, a few of these. We have an eight unit garden complex that is old and in dire need of updating. Mm -hmm. And the rent roll I say on average for a two bedroom unit was in the 800 price range, eight to 900. Um, We come in and we renovate that unit for about $13,000 Floors, kitchen, appliances, painting, mm-hmm. a few other things, the tile coating mostly, and mm-hmm. replacement of certain fixtures and for thirteen thousand dollars, we're turning around and getting a fifty percent increase in rent wow it's
0: fantastic so
2: so when you look at if you cap that increase in cash flow out and compare that to what you invested for thirteen thousand, mm-hmm. you know you're getting a real gain absolutely. You know? Uh, that's going to be recognized in the market if you mm-hmm. turn around and want to sell or you turn around and want to refi mm-hmm. out that initial cash outlay. Sure. Um, they're able to show a a real net operating income, um, you know, backed up with documentation that'll mm-hmm. allow them to capture that gain.
0: Yeah. You know, and fantastic.
2: I, uh, whether they sell it or refi it, they'll capture the gain. Yeah and uh pay for the investment that they added to the property mm-hmm. and again has have improved their cash flow absolutely so, so it's a real it's a it's a, that is probably one of the more fun parts of the business mm-hmm. uh, for me mm-hmm. because it combines my building background with this management role that I now have investment you know guidance that I now mm-hmm. have.
0: And uh, it's, it's a fun part of it, yeah, it's you know, a and we keep doing too. more and more <laughs> of that. So it's, it's, it's great. That's great. That's a wonderful way to add value to customers for sure. And maybe um, if either of you'd like to go into a little more detail about your typical fee structure, how you charge for your services. Sure. Um, it's
2: really broken down into just a few major parts. I mean, there's a commission for leasing. Mm-hmm. Um, we are 50 to 75 percent of one month's rent. Mm-hmm. Uh, depending on what that rent value is- mm-hmm. um under fifteen hundred we really need more like ten per, um sorry seventy five percent um over that we we have a we will maybe step it a couple times down to fifty percent sure um and then once a property is rented, we have our monthly management fee that again steps from eight percent to ten percent depending mm-hmm. on that rent value got it um those mm-hmm. are the two big numbers yeah it's you pretty know simple. there's there's mm-hmm. minor things like um, a renewal fee is two hundred fifty dollars if someone renews uh, an annual lease. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few other minor fees in there to get you know administrative sure. issues done. Yeah, um, we try to insist on an annual inspection, and we'll we'll do one before we renew a lease. Mm-hmm. We'll never renew a lease blindly. Yes. Um, there's a small charge for that, but mm-hmm. we think it's critical. I agree. <laughs> um, you know to know what's going on before you put them in there for another year. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's it. Did I miss anything on the fees? Those are
1: those are the big, yeah. bigger pieces.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, and then we'll have. We do state our um, our construction and ready fee of fifteen percent of whatever that cost is. So mm-hmm. if we are going to renovate a bathroom or uh update the unit in any way we just have a markup on it for that you know Mm -hmm. to compensate us for the work management and the advice that we're giving yeah
0: that's all very reasonable yeah. yeah Well, maybe if we switch gears a touch here and talk about the rental market itself, it's gotten to be pretty heated, (laughs) to say the least. Incredible. Um, As there is in the sales market, there's an inventory of of shortage in rentals as well, or uh, inventory shortage. Um, And and prices have been going up. So, you know, I'm just curious, your perspectives, you know, understanding none of us have a crystal ball. I don't know what the sales market's going to do any more than anyone, but I always like to have these conversations. You're, You're in the rental market more frequently than than i am you know what have you been seeing with rent prices and what do you expect the future to hold (laughs) Uh, yeah we're we're seeing um situations where um
2: and uh, we'll do this at a at a turn you know we won't do it to someone in the unit sure um but someone's going to renew they need to be prepared to to pay for a a more than average increase um Mm -hmm. given that the, the pressure we have on the market but on a on a turn on a full turn uh, we're seeing situations where it 's twenty five thirty percent at times Wow, and that's uh, you know again that 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 ke- 's not going to last. We all know that and what yeah. I try to say to owners is you know there were a lot of years uh, you know everyone wants to use 08 as sort of that sure time in that timeline as the measure of where we were, and we've recovered from that thankfully, but it took Mm -hmm. quite a long time. And there were a lot of years of no increases Yes, and you have a year like COVID where there was no increases. So, Mm -hmm. so now we're able to pick up, uh, make up some, some ground on that. And I, uh, encourage owners to do it because, Mm -hmm. uh, now is the time. Now, you know, we don't advise them to do that with someone in the unit. Um, yes, there's an argument to bring someone to market. But mm-hmm. I think, you know, you could do that in a few steps. And mm-hmm. again, if you have a good tenant, there's something of value there. That, Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. Save save that turnover cost, save the commission, give up a little bit on the rent.
0: Yes.
1: I just I want to just say that we are very, very um, careful to, I mean, we're not advising, oh, we've got to make this an, astronomical jump in rent we're looking at the market we're understanding what is a fair and balanced you know price right um to get our owners the most return on their investment but also you know we we want to be fair in, the, in the marketplace so um so we spend a lot of time really evaluating that mm-hmm. for our owners and it you're right i mean it's crazy we can't keep a rental property on the market for more than a week. Yeah, yes. I mean,
2: it's and very often it's the first person who sees it, wants mm-hmm. it. They know that they're going to have a hard time. They've mm-hmm. already had a hard yeah. time finding a place, mm-hmm. and if that property is acceptable to them at that price, they're going to take it.
0: Yeah,
1: interesting. The 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 tenant customers clients that are coming to us, many of them are moving relocating here, and either they're in the process of building and they need a place to stay Mm -hmm. on an interim basis for a year um, or, um, you know, we see a lot of those tenant clients Mm -hmm. um, coming through. Um, So that adds, just adds to the, you know, supply and demand of what's happening out there. Mm -hmm.
2: Um, I mean, the danger of that and the scary part of that is when the building cools off, you won't have that that client. Mm-hmm. You know, you won't have as many of those clients that come in and if they're coming from another part of the country, mm-hmm. the highest number we could think of is still lower than where they're coming from. Very true. So they're like, "Oh, yeah, no problem." Right. So what we don't want to do is get into a situation where we go in some future year to a am- to now shrinking those rents again. Right. You know, and say, mm-hmm. "Well, we got lucky last time because that guy was from Connecticut and he didn't know
1: <laughs> he didn't know a good
2: value if he saw one, you know. And so we're uh, we you know so we try to weigh it all like what's sure, sure. logical, you know, yeah. what's what's reasonable for all, you know. Yes. But I I do think our primary job is to uh, make our owners money, you yeah, know, and of course. you know, but do it in an ethical way, and mm-hmm. a uh, legal way, and a thoughtful way and and not not you know but Mm -hmm. but again Mm -hmm. if you're hiring a property manager for an investment your goal
0: is to increase your value and make Mm -hmm. a return on your investment yes of course and um, the market's always a moving target so you know right now it's going up someday it may go down but uh, we'll kind of decipher that as as it's coming at us here yes. one thing that I'm, I'm not in rhythm with is the quality of the tenant base and I'd be curious your inputs on that because you know in the sales side of the equation we definitely see more qualified um, very strong, buyers and customers on on the sales side of the equation but on the tenant side you know we're not in in rhythm so much with that so would you say that the quality of tenant has been improving over the last year or so here i think so too Mm -hmm. i
2: i think in the rental market as well um and again you know you have a You have a market of of people who are not making big money they haven 't seen large increases in their salaries mm-hmm. um, that maybe are more local or have been here a long time um, that are in a way are getting priced out of the market a little bit mm-hmm. and it's uh I think they just have to move to there 's just different you know where they once could afford maybe is the hot spot and they need to shift to another location. Mm-hmm. Really, not that far away right but but they but there's some of that going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's encouraging from a kind of an overall economic perspective that we are getting people of different professions of you know higher income earners moving into the area, yes, I think it says something about what 's happening to the economic foundation of the sarasota market i agree which is really encouraging mm-hmm. because you know a, a a market that's too dependent on one one component of business like vacation mm-hmm. vacationing right. northerners okay yeah. <laughs> we need other we need other more permanent uh, changes to the to the economy here to support people who are making higher uh higher wages and able to pay higher prices and higher rents. Mm-hmm. I just think that I think that's happening here. Yes. And I, mm-hmm. I don't know where it's coming from exactly and where they're all working, but I think I feel yeah. like it's changing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know one of the, um, I, I totally agree. You know it's hard to find a perfect balance i know an issue that you may not really see on a regular basis in your business necessarily but you know through some of the different things we do at the yacht club and some other business owners i know they they're having a very difficult time finding housing for their workforce Mm -hmm. to be able to live you know relatively near where their jobs are. And, you know, um, I don't know if, if anything comes to mind maybe that you're seeing in the market, if, if that is kind of getting more and more difficult or if you're seeing some, um, some silver lining where there's some better choices nearby down the road or I, I haven't seen the solutions so much
2: yet, Mm -hmm. but I think inevitably we're going to have someone, um, capitalize on that need in the market mm-hmm. and figure out how to build more affordable housing i agree and i think there's the great thing about this market is there's land for that Yes. you know mm-hmm. uh coming from the northeast there's no land left yes. mm-hmm. and that is one of the greatest challenges is how do we build affordable housing in a right. fully developed um know physically developed real estate environment right here there's lots of opportunities not far from downtown correct that you can see well we could acquire land at a reasonable price and build uh, something more affordable yes and I think that those financing structures are in place out there and I think um, there will be developers who figure that out and mm-hmm. I think serve that need
0: yeah
1: yeah that 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 rental price point of you know between a thousand to fifteen hundred is th- there is not a lot of inventory there yes. and yeah. any we have a few the the multiplex that Steve just mentioned um, that we're you know renovating unit by unit mm-hmm. um, is one of those and we just had the vacancy and we had forty fifty tenant applicants for wow. that. And so there there's definitely demand for mm-hmm. that price point in oh. two
2: days we we got more applicants from that one apartment than wow we normally ever see yeah you
0: know yeah anywhere
2: and i it was it was incredible
0: well one one thing that is encouraging the within sarasota city limits they've approved recently where single family parcels can have a detached dwelling now that that's within the code. So, you know, hopefully that's one possible solution. I think that was a great move to improve property values of of the, you know, owners within the city, but then also hopefully we'll create some opportunities for um, people to lease out, you know, detached rental units, detached um, structures that will be a little bit more affordable maybe in that, you know, thousand twelve hundred. Um, dollar uh-huh. price point so um, so yeah we can only Yeah I
2: thought with, that uh, was a really great mm-hmm. uh, smart move by the
0: city to do I, that. I agree, yeah, I see no yeah. downside to that something else, and you know we um, didn't really send a list of questions to prepare for, so you may have some comments or, or not and and that's perfectly okay either way i'm curious if you have any um, thoughts about all the institutional owners in the region you know we have Blackrock that and some other eye um, buyers that are acquiring a lot of property and are turning a lot of those properties into rental property, just curious from your vantage point if there's any impacts to that come to mind um with all these all these rental institutional landlords if you will you know we we hear about it i have to say
2: we haven't uh come into close contact with any of those large institutions Mm -hmm. if you have a phone number send me if you. (laughs) but um i think that uh that's gonna definitely impact things the bigger Mm -hmm. the more the more of that that happens um, but I, I, we haven't been close to that at all in yeah. our scenario.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, there's been a lot of speculation that it could have some derogatory effects on the market. I'd say maybe um, the sales market more than the rental market at this point. You know, I've heard some people state that they're concerned that if they control too much of the rental inventory, that they'll kind of price fix rents and maybe inflate rents artificially high if they control enough of the inventory, but I, I haven't seen any of, of that either. Do you um, see
2: that more in the large developments, say downtown, the large buildings where there's hundreds of units in one complex? I, or are you referring any, to a... It's
0: more like a hodgepodge really? single family, mm-hmm. okay. you know, out east, um, yeah, where they're just acquiring. Hmm. Sometimes over market, um, they'll mm-hmm. pay more than than ask price over market value to... You know, employ capital, which I'm sure makes sense at some level. (laughs) So, just above my pay grade. But uh, (laughs) yeah, I think anything
2: that starts to feel speculative is worrisome, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we've been through enough of the bubbles. I think if if I had to count them, I think I've been through three (laughs) at this point. Yeah. And they're big big swing cycles, you know, over a decade or so. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah,
0: that's worrisome.
2: Yeah. You know,
0: yeah. um, well, you know, again, I haven't seen any super derogatory effects so far. I know some of the commentary people on the sales side would be concerned that, you know, if they choose to, to sell all their properties relatively quickly, that could have an adverse effect to have a, a sudden spike in inventory that, um, you mm-hmm. know, there's not enough demand for, but, um, but yeah, so far, haven't seen anything super derogatory come of that yet. I was just curious if you've, uh, yeah, we haven't it, gotten you
2: know, real close to
0: that yet. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: but I could see the concern for yeah. sure.
0: Yeah, well, um, you know, we're really excited to have the opportunity for our realtors and owners and customers to work with you. What would be the best way for a customer to reach out and possibly, uh, you know, get some more information about having you handle their unit for them? Where so, would you like to send them? <laughs> so
1: first thing is um, PMI Sarasota.com, look on our website. And then our call us, 941 237 0011. Fantastic. And we, we, if I don't answer the phone, Steve will or Debbie will. Okay. So Great. we'd love to hear from them. Our
2: emails are easy Steve at PMI Sarasota.com. MJ Leparco, told you to make it shorter. <laughs> MJ Leparco, L O P A R C O, at PMI Sarasota.com wonderful we try to answer every call as quickly as possible
1: can i just say one more thing absolutely i I, was was about to
0: ask if there's anything else you'd like to say (laughs) I, i really
1: want to say that in the year plus that we've been here we have just been so thankful for the reception of us in the community both from a personal perspective but professionally we've made some wonderful connections like you um in the realtor broker world and and it's just been really so nice to to be received that way. Mm. So we're really thankful for that.
0: Yes, that's
2: wonderful. I'm so glad yeah. to hear that. Yeah, I think it's an amazing, amazing place, Sarasota. You know, we there are people who have been here a long time. But there are a lot of people who've been here, you know, a relatively short amount of time. Sure. So there's this atmosphere of, you know, it's not unusual for someone to be from the outside coming in. Yes. and and because of that, I think people are welcomed very readily, yes. you know, mm-hmm. as opposed to, say, in our past life, in a Connecticut, Greenwich kind of market, mm-hmm. when an outsider would come in, it would be, a, it'd be more noticeable. I see. You know, here, I think it's just more fluid, and I think people are accepting of the fact that mm-hmm. there's this migration. This mm-hmm. terrific migration that's coming here and bringing all kinds of people and professions and
0: mm-hmm. professionals here. Right. You know,
2: so I, I, you know,
0: we couldn't be happier here. Well, yeah, that's wonderful. I'm glad to hear that. And I think it also, as uh, to your credit, you know, the, the old fable where if you thought that everyone in Connecticut or wherever you're from was kind of mean, terrible, nasty people, then you'll probably find a bunch of mean, terrible, <laughs> nasty people here too. But, you know, if you, uh, um, in contrast, you know, felt that everybody was wonderful and it was a great community there, then likewise here, you know, so that's to your your credit. (laughs) Thank you. But we we definitely uh, didn't come with that perspective,
2: but we did have a weather preference and yeah. <laughs> we cannot cannot say enough about it here yes you know, Yeah. we so.
0: well we're, we're glad to have you and uh, glad that you're able to take some time to join us on the podcast today and thank uh, you for having yeah, us thank yeah. you
1: so much for having us my, it's been fun
0: my pleasure well great to have you all join us again and um we'll be speaking with you again before too long i'm sure have a great day everyone thank you